This is Back Issues. I'm Sal. I'm Ben. And I'm Tiffany. It's the show on our channel where I explain comics to two guys or girls who don't really normally read comics and never really grew up reading them when they were children. I did. I read them for the last 20 years on and off because I would occasionally get rage quit like the entire industry and then come back, of course, like a crying, <laughs> desperate ex-lover. Like, how do you make it? Please, come back, I'm sorry. I see you're doing something right. You'll never hurt me again. Oh, you did. Not again, but they love me. So, <laughs> this week, we, uh, we're we going to talk about and discuss the original graphic novel, Spider-Man Family Business, or The Amazing Spider-Man Family Business. This Ooh. is when they were really concerned with making sure that everyone knew <laughs> there was one Spider-Man title, and it's called Amazing Spider-Man. Kingpin's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yes, he is. That's hilarious. Well, he's, he's, in, a, he's in a warm climate. Yeah. I am on vacation. Yeah. Also, they want to evoke a lot of imagery from, like, pop culture that you yeah. are familiar with. That's why he looks like Hannibal Lecter at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, he does. Um, because you know what that looks like. Yeah. Uh, similarly, this book came out right before Amazing Spider-Man 2, the movie. And no. they wanted an original graphic novel that was, like, kind of untethered to continuity that gave you an idea of, like, what Peter Parker's like in comics... So if you're so inclined to buy one from seeing the movie, you know, maybe you might pick up this $25 hardcover original graphic novel. Similarly, this also took place, like, maybe it took place before or after Superior Spider-Man. Eh, that was going on during that time. Forget everything that you might need to know about what Spider-Man's been up to for the last two years. Done. <laughs> exactly. And that's the conceit of the show. So in this one... Uh, it's just it's written by Mark Wade, by the way, uh, and co-written by James Robinson, with art by Gabriel Del Otto, who you might remember from Secret War. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so anyway, Amazing Spider-Man Family Business uh, is a fun story that is nothing like a normal Spider-Man story. Normal Spider-Man story is you know Peter Parker is down on his luck, he's having a hard time, and the Vulture attacks, and he can't keep his dates, and blah blah blah. Okay. And this one, and it was there was also kind of. Uh, surrounded in a lot of like controversy that was deliberately generated by the company because in it they tease at a major status quo change for Peter Parker. So it's in continuity but not in continuity and who knows? And I'll tell you why when we get there. Okay. Uh, Peter Parker's having a problem because like he can't pay his electric bill, he didn't have enough money. And why does he just beat up Electro and web him in a bubble? <laughs> just shake it out of him. And then just, like, put him in a socket or something. Yeah. Just, like, keep him in a corner of his apartment. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like a slave? Yeah. That sounds good. Because Peter like Parker's not a monster, but... You know what's funny? Uh, in Superior Spider-Man, like, team-up or whatever, he does do that. Like, Otto Spider-Man, like, tracks down and de defeats every member of, like, the Sinister Six and then puts them in, like, a stasis chamber and, like, experiments on them and, like, uses them for shit. And he uses Electro to, like, power his... Yeah, I mean, I right. assume he does, but Electro's there. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's it would cool. It would also be a great way for Electro to suddenly become a superhero. It's just like, free power for New York City! Yeah. Everyone loves me now! Except he'd always have to be doing... I mean, I guess he could just, like, power, like, shoot energy into, like... Huge batteries or something? Batteries, yeah. Yeah. Like, he could team up with Tesla and just make a whole bunch of money. Yeah, that'd be genius. Yeah, I don't think Electro's up bright. No. <laughs> oh, good one! <laughs> I sit there. I'm gonna go. <laughs> so... Uh, Pete can't pay, pay his electric bill, and there's this thing where he's like, okay, I gotta pay 
the local convenience store to wire the money to my electric company so they don't shut it off by midnight. What happens right. if they shut it off by midnight? It just loses the food in his fridge? Yeah. Well, and he, like, and it's cold, maybe. I don't know. Like, not every problem for Peter Parker needs to be a, a superhero problem. This, this is, is just like, this is an average Joe problem. My power. Yeah, like, I paid for that food. <laughs> That's fair. It's, it's okay. gonna spoil. All right. so, maybe uh, he has a fish. Yeah. And, and, and that fish is gonna stink. And this is, by the way... I meant a fish, like a living fish in an aquarium. Oh. Like the bubbly thing. Well, mm. yeah, it's easy. You just blow into it. Or you just get a bunch of scales. I mean, it wouldn't work because it's carbon dioxide coming out. So yeah. Possible. But you know... The, the typical Spider-Man story is like three pages in which there, his, his spider sense goes off and there's a truck out in front of the convenience store and it's filled with laundry detergent. Because these, these bad guys, right, they've determined that um, convenience stores don't have enough of this high-demand uh, laundry detergent to keep it. They don't have it in bulk. So they, they steal laundry detergent from convenience stores and then they like sell it to convenience stores that need them. If at like an inflated cost. Sorry, what? That's the that's the plot. It's like ridiculously convoluted for a throwaway conven like a uh, contrivance. That is that is so bizarre. It's so weird. You know that and sounds it's like a like, thing that happened. Well, I was gonna say that sounds like a democratic like, gang was like, you know what? We never let Steve come up with a plan. It's because they're not very good. Let's go with him. We don't have anything going on right now. Yeah, he's Let's the Steve, what you got? Okay. We're going to steal laundry detergent and then sell it to the stores that we stole it from at an inflated cost. All right. I'm going to call it the laundering scheme. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, Steve, we're going to do this one time. Yep, and then Spider-Man defeats them. <laughs> because it's stupid. So and then, then Steve's like, okay, better idea. We're going to steal all the Q-tips from... <laughs> Punch. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's out. Steve, you're, you're fucked. So, uh, it, it distracts him, Peter Parker, long enough as Spider-Man so that he misses the, st the store closes and they turn off the power and he's like, oh, like, oh, oh he can't pay his electric bill. So, because it's like a thing where people are like, oh, isn't it fun to remember the time when Peter Parker had a, had a rough life, like in the 70s and 80s? Let's just keep doing that. Okay. So, uh, he gets back to his apartment as Peter Parker and then these fucking, like, Splitter cell agents burst through the windows. Cool. And they bl and they black bag him and then tie him to a fucking zipline and they pull him through the window. Holy shit! And is they he, like is he Peter Parker? He's Peter he Parker. Okay. He's not like dressed as Spider Man. He's All like right. he had already changed. He got into his apartment. He's like, damn it, the power's out. And then it's like, go go go, Rainbow Six. And he's like, what? And like, his spider sense doesn't save him. Well, his spider sense goes up, but he's like, I don't want to fucking blow my secret identity. Like, there's like twelve of these dudes in here, and if I just pull out some spider moves, they're gonna be like, whoa. So what the hell? So they're not. He doesn't think that they know that he's Spider Man. No, it's like, oh, these people want to capture Peter Parker. Yes, because he's such a star photographer. Right. Well, they do want to capture Peter Parker, and I'll explain why in a second. Uh, so they take him, and of course, like he's being like pulled up into the helicopter, and he like breaks free and like makes it look like oh the rope was broken, falls, and he's like, it's dark, maybe they won't see if I shoot a web line to not die, so he, like, shoots a web line and then, like, swings into traffic, and there's this, like, sweet, cool 70s, like, convertible red car that, yeah. like, screeches around and, like, catches him, and it's this, like, 
hot femme fatale, and she's like, "Get in!" Well, he's already. <laughs> he's in. like, "I'm already here." Yeah. Well, she's yeah. <laughs> but Job I, done. But I am right. She's like, "Well, no. get out and get back in properly." And they speed off, and she's like, clearly involved with whatever's going on, and she's like tearing through the city uh, in like a high speed chase, and he's like, "What's going on here?" And she's like. You know, you're Peter Parker. He's like, yeah, I know, I'm Peter Parker. But, like, he goes, how do you know that? And she's like, because I'm Teresa Parker, your sister. What? And they want you. Like, they're trying to get you. Apparently, yeah, the, the title idea, of this book makes a little more sense yeah, now. family business. Well, the reason why it's called family business is because Peter Parker's parents, in the normal continuity, were S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. But in this, they're CIA agents. Okay. So they're just, they were, they're oh. secret agents. His parents are secret agents. And he has a sister. And, yeah, and, well, the idea was, like, so Pete's parents, Richard and Mary Parker, uh, were CIA agents, and uh, they were, like, globetrotting James Bond types, and then one day, like, the Red Skull actually winds up, like, fucking them over and they die. Okay. That's the story. Uh, and there's actually a story in the 90s where, like, it was rumored that they were actually Hydra agents, so Peter and, like, Silver Sable and Captain America team up to clear their names, more or less. All right. Anyway, but that has nothing to do with this because it's out of continuity. Totally, yeah, gotcha. totally different. So she explains, uh, "I'm your sister. Mom and dad had me, and like, I was given up for adoption or something. Some flimsy excuse as to why he never knew about her before then." And uh, she actually just figured out. She's like, "I just found out that Richard and Mary Parker were my parents. Like, I was living, you know, whatever." Essentially, wait, like, she found out that CIA agents. Were her parents? Yeah, because that's not a closely guarded secret, right? <laughs> well, no, she wound up actually. Out the she wound up actually working for the CIA. She got into the family <gasps> business. Exactly, like spying was in her blood. Ah, as opposed to like radiation, radiation being in his blood. Right. So uh, the two of them, I think the car gets destroyed, and then they hop a cab. They go to the airport. They get in the plane. Q's gonna be really angry. I know. She wrecked that car. They yeah. literally just jumped out. No. And it's funny, because it would be, have to be an American queue, because like that is a like just a 70s right, like right. clunky car. It's fun, but it's like not something that Bond would drive. So they got a Monte Carlo, and she's like, okay, you have to wear this tux, and it's and it's like a spy movie, where she's like, I'm going to dress like provocatively, and you're going to wear the, like, the white jacket and the black tux. And That's awesome. It's funny, because it's Peter Parker in it, though. So he's not smooth. And he doesn't speak French. <laughs> Uh, the shit goes down to Monte Carlo, and Pete's like, crap, I gotta be Spider-Man in Monte Carlo. <laughs> and she doesn't know that he's... She doesn't know he's Spider-Man. Okay. And, in fact, like, Peter Parker's wrapped up in this because he's Peter Parker, not because of Spider-Man at all. So... That's kind of fun. Yeah, it is fun. And he doesn't have to be Spider-Man for a little while until shit goes down in this casino, and then he, like, causes a distraction, and then he dresses as Spider-Man, and then Cyclone appears, and you guys might remember Cyclone from our live episode at the Garden State Comic Fest where we talked about the Clone Saga, the original Clone Saga from the 70s, in which there's a French supervillain named Cyclone who can create tornadoes. Right. Yeah. That's not this Cyclone. That Cyclone died, and then a new Cyclone took over. Who's also French? Yes, he is also French. And can make tornadoes. And he makes tornadoes. So it's okay. virtually the same Cyclone. And uh, Spider-Man defeats him, and Teresa is like, what are you doing here, Spider-Man? And where is Peter? And he tries to make her think. He's like, oh, I am the French Spider-Man. We have Spider-Man in every country. Au revoir. <laughs> and she's like, really? I am your sarcastic neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so 
this his parents with the Maltese Falcon? Yeah. Goddamn. That's cool. Yeah, it's That's a, a fun little. There's so many homage. Easter eggs and references to like '70s spy movies that it's ridiculous. Okay. So uh, then they have to go to. Well, first they have to run into like their intermediary because in every spy movie you got to run into like another guy who's like deep undercover. Right. And, their uh, contact. Yeah, their contact. And he's got, like, a safe house, and he okay. is also hopelessly French, and he's just like, oh, I'm just so charming. <laughs> like, he is hopelessly French. Yes, well, he's just like, I am so charming, and I am so ingrained into the culture. And he's like, so, he uh, he talks to them, and he explains, like, you know, Richard and Mary were my contact back in the day, uh-huh. and they were involved in some, like, crazy Nazi scheme, uh-huh. and, you know, they need you because it might be, like, DNA-sensitive. The way to... What's going on might be DNA-sensitive. And so that's why they need Peter. But they have Teresa. Right. But they didn't know about Teresa. Teresa was just like, they're going to try and get Peter. Because they don't know about Teresa. Okay. Like, Teresa was off the books. But, like... But then how'd she get wrapped up in this? She discovered through her CIA contacts that Peter Parker was going to be targeted. And so she's like, I'll go and save him and then solve the mystery. Now, the mystery is such that the kingpin of crime... Who had originally, who had thought been dead or in jail or whatever, he goes to this, uh, like, dark, hidden, terrible, Guantanamo-esque prison and fetches an old mutant villain named Mentalo, or Mentalo, or whatever, who has psychic powers. Okay. And he's like, I have a plan. It's a good name. Yeah. And he's like, I have a plan. No. To steal gold. Nazi gold. <sighs> My hand is right back <laughs> Nazi gold! Sorry. Nazi gold! I got a plan to steal Nazi gold. See, if it was just regular gold, and then he was going to irradiate it in order to make the gold that he had worth more. Uh-huh. That would make sense. Yes. And Someone he would have looked a lot a like Goldfinger. You know, I don't think that would ever work. Really? It would have to have some, like, weird character who, like, kills someone in a strange way, like, I don't know, throwing a hat? All right. a hat. And can we have a chick with a strangely provocative name that you'd never name your child this? Yeah, like no subtlety whatsoever. Yeah, can mm-hmm. we do something like that? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. You mean like uh, Legs Malone or something? No, more. I want, yeah. I want like more. make I the want... second name mean something also. Like you actually picked a real name. Yeah. Something like, like, like Tits Abound or something. Yeah, Ooh. like that. But not that. So but not that. Something else. No, something that's like almost a name, but it's not quite. But it, yeah. Anyway, it'll come to us. Yeah, whatever. So, we'll figure it out later. Uh, so Kingpin's plan is, I'm going to use Mentolo, and uh, I'm going to use Mentolo to help me get Peter Parker, because as it turns out, like Richard and Mary Parker discovered this like cache of Nazi gold that is protected by a Egyptian curse. No. Spider God. No. <laughs> A giant robot. A giant Nazi robot. I was going to say, it better be a Nazi robot. Yeah, it's a giant Nazi robot that the Red Skull actually wants to be using. Like, there's a couple of them. It's called the Sleeper? And uh, And it seeks out Nazi gold. Well, it seeks out people who want to take it. (laughs) So, the Nazi gold, by the way, is hidden in Cairo. So they got to go to Cairo. See, I wasn't far off with the Egyptian curse then. Yes. It's true. So, uh, they go to a safe house that used to belong to Richard and Mary Parker. Okay. And... It's filled with pictures of Peter, and there's no pictures of Teresa, and Teresa's like, oh. I like that it used to belong to them, but clearly no one has paid the rent in a long time. Yeah. And it's still there. Well, no, no one is, it's like, yeah, it does have power. Well, 
But it's off the grid or whatever. Who cares? <laughs> so they go there, and uh, Peter winds up like activating some like super spy retinal technology that like opens up all these hidden secrets of the Parker family, and it reveals the plan about the Nazi gold. I can determine by your retina that you are a child of yes, that your Parker. DNA. Yes, that's is not active. how that works. Well, it works like this, and they figure out like okay, uh, Richard was like like he set up the Nazi... He, like, locked the Nazi gold away. So the Seeker couldn't find it. Well, no, the Seeker's in there with the Nazi gold protecting it. And so he's like, I don't want anyone to try and get it. So he rigged it so that you have to use, like, Parker DNA in order to open it. But no Parker would ever open it, so it's safe. Uh... Then why did you have a kid? Yeah. How would he know that or no two. Parker would ever Well, he's it? just saying, like, I'm not gonna open it. <laughs> and I'm never gonna tell my kid about this hidden cache of Nazi gold protected by a Nazi robot, so whatever. So anyway... I should... Why don't I just smelt it and, like, get it rid of it somehow? I know. Well, no, it's a lot of gold. It's a lot of gold. You gotta blast it in space. it's in the middle of the desert. All right. It's buried in the middle of the desert in, like, a hidden chamber. Okay. Now you so, have to use a staff with a stone on it. Uh... It's computers and night technology. So, but there are temple guards, right? Just the one, just the one Nazi robot. If you give him a pendant of life, ah, then he's, he'll let you try again to take it. Okay, cool. But there's another one. Ah, <laughs> then uh, the bad guys, and I call them bad guys because it's like it's faceless bad guys that okay. work for the kingpin or whatever. They're goons. Yeah, the bad guys wind up like shooting a missile at the Parker's like house or. You know, like, bunker. And Peter Parker's like, shit, he uses his spider powers to, like, protect her and save her. And now they're, like, stuck to a cliff, and she's like, oh, you're Spider-Man. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shit. I hope you're my sister, because otherwise I'm fucked. (laughs) So, Or uh, if you're not my sister, I'm fucked. So he (laughs) uses his uh, spider powers (laughs) to get them out of there, and then she uses her CIA contacts to commission a new spider suit be made for him. With spy shit in it? Yeah, like, with, like, technology in it and shit. It's, like, whatever. All right. Doesn't matter. I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and it, and it, because they're on a spy mission, she's like, I want it to be stealthy, so it's the black suit. And that's how they work in the fact that the black suit's in there. Okay. They go to Cairo. They find the hidden bunker. He uses his retinal, to, like, scan to open the door. And the kingpin's there. He's there? Like, inside? Yeah. How does he get in? He was the seeker. <laughs> no! Uh, he's there because Mentolo was using his powers to obfuscate him and all of his goons in the temple. And the door he opened wasn't like the... D- Kingpin was always there, like always in like the main room. And like when Peter uses his retinal technology to, or retinal scan to open the door, it actually opens like the chamber door, which is the door that Kingpin wanted opened in the first place. You know? Okay. And All right. when Mentolo reveals that, like, you know, there were actually goons there with, like, guns drawn and kingpins there, he's like, and you can also lift the thing off of Teresa here uh, to make her look and think that she's related to Peter Parker. Aww. And so... And she's but I like, mean, now they can bang! Right! Perfect. Yay! Uh, hold your horses. So the Seeker comes out and Spider-Man's gotta fight it. And Teresa's like, you robbed me of my identity. Because, like, she's some chick who was, like, a CIA baby. Like, she was just, like, lost in the system, and she was raised by whoever, and she's part of the, you know, the the, the organization. And 
she thought she had a family, and she thought she was related to Peter, and now, no. But how long did she think that? Was it, like, the last week? Like, the last couple of months, maybe. I mean, it sucks. And before that, she had no family anyway, so she's like, no, I finally found a family. Like, yay. So they gave her false hope. Yes. Okay. And I should have mentioned before, Mentolo, the mutant with mental powers that Kingpin is like, using to further his scheme, he is being, like, manipulated by the Kingpin. Like, he's held against his will. The Kingpin okay. is using him to further his evil schemes. And okay. he promises, like, maybe I'll let you go when this is over, but I'm the Kingpin, so no, I'm never going to let you go. And Mentolo can negate Peter Parker's spider sense, because clearly there were all these guys with guns yes. on, <laughs> and his spider sense did not go off. Right. Well, I think it actually does, and he's like, well, it's an old cave, and it's maybe, you know... Like, maybe it'll collapse. Like, maybe it'll collapse. I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a cave with, like, technology built into it, and we know that, like, there's Nazi gold in there, so whatever. <laughs> maybe it's got flesh burrowing scarabs in there. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, that, like, consume you in half a second? Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a guy who screams in his mouth draw just, like, opens three times normal size? Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. So, and it'll look super real. Yes, for the time. Uh, so, <laughs> so Kingpin's like... You're, you're fucked, and I'm going to kill this chick. Open the vault. So Pete opens the vault. The Seeker comes out. Spider-Man's got to fight the Seeker. And Wait, Peter doesn't want the gold. No, but like he also doesn't want this innocent chick to be murdered by the Kingpin. No, but I'm saying, like, why does he fight the Seeker? Oh, because the, the Seeker's Se- like, get the fuck out of here, everybody. Why should the Seeker be going after the Kingpin? The Seeker's going after everyone who's anywhere near the gold. And Kingpin wants the gold, so yes, he's going to attack him. But he also, like, Spider-Man has a moral responsibility to protect everyone. I think this is a time where Peter Parker just be like, hey, you wanted the gold? Enjoy. Deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does it, and he fights the Seeker. And ultimately, eventually, defeats it, while also saving Cairo. Because the Seeker can fly and shit, and it's, like, gonna crash into Cairo, and he has to, like, move the, like, you know, just to, like, manipulate its navigation and stuff. And, and it lands harmlessly in the ocean. No, it lands in the, in the desert. Harmlessly in the desert. Yeah, but harmlessly. And, uh, yeah, so Kingpin, you know, he... He and Spider-Man have, like, kind of a showdown. And he's also like, oh, and I also know that you're Peter Parker, so thanks a lot for that. Like, you're fucked. Your life is over. And uh, Teresa winds up getting the upper hand. Like, he's gonna... Kingpin's gonna shoot Spider-Man, and Spider-Man's, like, wasted from his fight with the Seeker. And then Teresa has a gun, and she, like, kicks his ass. And then she's like, okay, I'm gonna kill the Kingpin now. And he's like, whoa, 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 like, don't kill him. We don't kill people. And she's like, I'm not even related to you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> there, there is no we Yeah, here. there's no we yeah. anymore. I'm the CIA. Yeah, and we while, kill people. And while they're arguing, Kingpin, like, uppercuts her. And she winds up, like, a, a, a round goes off and it shoots Peter in the shoulder. And you're like, oh, no. And then Mentolo is freed from his, like, grip of the Kingpin. Because? Because, what, because reasons. And he's like, fuck you, Kingpin. Wow! <laughs> like uses his mental powers <laughs> to fuck over Kingpin, make him forget everything that basically happened. Just turn him into a baby. Yeah, he should turn him into a, a giant baby, a giant sun-baked baby. Uh, instead, he just turns him into like the Kingpin. But well, I mean, I, I still want him to be the Kingpin. Yeah, because I mean that's not fair. He shouldn't lose his identity. Right. Well, he it's nebulous as to what actually happens with the Kingpin because he like ma- the only thing we know is that Mentolo mind, winds up making. Teresa and uh, Kingpin forget that Peter Parker Spider-Man. But he knows that Peter Parker Spider-Man. Yeah, but he's also like whatever. I am Mentolo. I know everything. Yeah, I already knew. Really, yeah, I already knew, and I don't give a shit. You're never gonna run into me again. So, uh, but it's nebulous as what the hell happens to Kingpin because all it, it basically he got reset from the beginning of the story because 
when they leave, they leave Kingpin in the desert. Oh. Like, but, out in the open. Out in the open desert. And, oh, when, when they... <laughs> by the way, when Pete defeats the Seeker, he winds up driving the Seeker into the bunker with the gold, so it buries the gold deeper in the desert. So, like, the de like you'll never find the gold now. So the gold is screwed, and the Seeker is... But the Seeker is just No, what you'll yes. need is a diamond in the rough. Yes, to reveal the secrets of the se of the, of the gold. So a big tiger head's gonna come out of the oh, ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kingpin's kind of started from the beginning of the story, because when... It, Parker is... Like, Peter Parker is unconscious, because he got shot in the shoulder, and he's like, ah. And... <laughs> A bullet! Well, he in lost the shoulder! He's losing blood, man! He's Spider-Man! He's, he's also exhausted from his fight. Yes. He's already at, like, eight, like, like 45%. So, uh, Teresa and Pete, uh, when they wake, when they come to, the CIA is there. Because, like, Teresa called them or whatever. And, uh, Mentolo's gone, Kingpin's gone, and then everyone leaves, and the, they, they leave the Kingpin in the desert, and the Kingpin is just kind of, like, trudging through the desert and he's like going over the plan that he wants to implement at the beginning of the story where he's like I need to find Mentolo because I have a plan to get Nazi gold and so he's like just wandering through the desert like trying to do this whole story over again right like he's like grasping at phantom memories yes it seems exactly. like a real waste for Mentolo I know like make him forget the Nazi gold make him forget that Mentolo yeah but if you did that then you wouldn't be able to use the kingpin again yeah or maybe he can't like, continue on until he puts this plan together. So yes. he's just gonna be stuck like that for a long while. Yeah. Because Mentolo's like, no, I'm out. Yeah. So, uh, in the end, you know, Pete's like, hey, like, thanks a lot for helping me, like, solve this mystery and saving me, and she's no problem. And, and uh, he's like, hey, if you still want to be my sister, that's cool. He's just, well, he basically says, like, I'm sorry you didn't turn out to be my sister. And she's like, yeah, it really sucks. Because you're a nice guy. And then it's revealed that the French guy who they met before, yeah, he took a teacup that she drank from, and he like did some DNA testing on it, and he's like, "Oh, look at that!" And that's how it ends, along with a flashback to Pete or Richard and Mary Parker in their bunker in that like safe house. Richard is like, "I'm really excited," and it's, I love the characterization of Richard and Mary Parker in this because Richard is very much Peter Parker. Like Richard's very like jokey. He's also like. A super spy, like he's just very slick and cool, and but like with a crappy sense of humor, or with a dopey sense of humor. Okay, a dad sense of humor. Yeah, well, a Peter Parker sense of humor. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you know, he's just like, you know what? Like we have a kid at home. Your, you know, your 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 sister or whatever. I don't remember how like Aunt May is and Uncle Ben are related to them. Like, I think it's Richard's brother is Uncle Ben. But okay. sometimes they mix it up. So, especially when you deal with, like, Bill Jemis' Marvel story, where it's... Uh, we're not going to get into that one. He's like, you know, we have a kid at home. Like, Ben's, Ben and May have been great taking care of him, but, like, we gotta go. Like, we should stop. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, and when we get back, we'll be the three Parqueros. And she's like, just three, huh? And she, like, rubs her tummy. And he's like, what? And then you as the reader are like, what? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. They're going to go on their last mission, and, like, he doesn't know that she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. And she, she didn't say anything? No, no, and I'm saying, and then, I guess they, that's the, the last mission they go on. They, I guess that's the last mission they go on, and then she dies. Or it's the last mission, or that's the mission to, like, hide the Nazi gold. Right. But, and, but, yeah. Like, if that's the case, like, she clearly was early on. Yes. Are you telling me they saved that baby? 
Yeah. Well, like, apparently they saved that baby and it turns out to be... No, I know, but that's really early on to be able to... That's that's like a peanut. I know. It's weird. Well, I mean, like... Unless it's not their last mission. It's the last mission they went on, but that doesn't mean they died on that mission. Right. I I think it's the last mission that... No, no, no. It's the last... Because they die on a mission. So I think it's the last... I think it's the last mission as far as... Well, let's see. Hang on. Well, it's like a nine-month mission. (laughs) Yeah. It's a really... Look, there's in-depth spy work. They got to do a lot of research. They have to build these identities yeah. and make people believe. Yeah, people them. think because of those like spy movies <laughs> that this shit happens like all right. This months of planning. At least nine of them. Yeah. No, it, yeah, actually, in the in the text, they don't actually say like this is the last mission. Okay. There you go. I, I interpret it as the last. Everything's mission, fine. Yeah. Then. So anyway, me. that's nice. Uh, so it's like. The, the, the status quo mindfuck for this book is them saying, like, does Peter Parker have a sister? In the beginning, we say yes. And then towards the end, we say no. And then at the end, we say, well, if you like that, though, yeah. If you like it, it's your decision. Maybe. Yeah, go for it. Whatever. I don't care. Fuck you. Because <laughs> no one picks it up. And this was, like, what, 2012? Well, I hate the fact that they don't actually just give you a An yes answer. or a no. No. Oh, no. They can't do that. Because what the I don't fuck fa- does it matter if he has a sister? I know. I have no problem with that kind of stuff. Whatever. I like... It's funny, when I first heard about it, I was like, Peter Parker's a sister? No. No, it's dumb. But the more that they, like, the, the banter they had and, like, the how very similar they were and how much fun they... I was like, I kind of like that. Like, that was kind of Well, fun. I like the fact that he has a sister, but, like, then just make it that he has a sister. Yeah, well, just do it. But don't, just, like, don't tease it and then make it go away. I, Although I do... You up to this page, I thought that was cute. Yeah. She's wearing the little, like... A little, like, web. Yeah. Like, red, red. Yeah, scarf. Yeah, really cute. There's so much of this book that I really think is, like, just brilliant, and the, the art, of course, is beautiful. It's and, gorgeous. Uh, it's absolutely it, gorgeous. The art's gorgeous. The, the the story, of course, is expertly written. Like, it's so much fun. And, like, Wade can do no wrong in my eyes sometimes, uh, but, and I, but I don't normally like his Spider-Man. This, I was like, okay, I like it. Because... It's easy to try and make Spider-Man, like, quippy, and it winds up making Spider-Man look like an idiot, because, like, the things he says aren't always funny or always interesting or always clever, but Wade only makes him quippy when he's like, okay, I've got a good one. i got a good zinger. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to him. Um, he does a good balance of making Spider-Man go goofball and also, like, deadly serious, like, knows that the consequences of my actions, like, are life and death. Like, so I like that. Um, he also does a nice job of balancing really old continuity, like Mentalo or Seekers, like or Cyclone, and and actually working them in from where they last left off. While like Kingpin is like, what? I thought he was dead or not or whatever. Like that's kind of weird. And when this takes place, technically in Spider-Man's continuity, you know, like that stuff was kind of nebulous because. Probably editorials, like, make it so that people don't need to know anything to jump in. And Wade's like, okay. Well, that's a good way to go. But I'm still going to use Mentolo and the Seekers. Uh, I'm still going to have flashbacks to stories that actually took place in Marvel continuity. It's cool. And then, and of course, because the original graphic novel, they have, like, some supplementals. Like, at the end, you got these really fun, like, alternate page, uh, alternate covers. You've got some sketch pages. You have some... I would I almost call them links, because it's, I'm so digitally connected, but, like, some references to uh, other original graphic novels that Marvel's put out at that point. Um, it's a... I really don't normally like hardcovers. I find them to be kind of like, if they pinch the back, they kind of wreck the, the middle. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. gets some art from the center. 
But for this, it's, it, it actually is really well bound, and I really like the like the, the finish on the cover. Like, it's just a pretty piece. It's like a satin finish with a spot you yeah. or something. It's only um, 90 pages, so it's a really quick read. It feels like, a sh on the short side, a Bond movie with Spider-Man in it. That's really cool. Yeah. It seems really cool. I, I... Yeah, it's fun. I, I would totally recommend it. And I bought it on a Lark, too. Uh, they had announced that they were going to do a like Peter Parker sister story for a year. Mm -hmm. And then I just forgot about it. And then one day I posted on like a forum. I was like, hey, were they ever going to do a story about Spider-Man having a sister? Whatever happened to that? And the next comment was something like, it comes out tomorrow. And I'm like, oh. Oh. Oh, okay, wow. cool. Well, cool. <laughs> I wish that happened all the time. Like, yeah. for movies I want to see. It's like you time travel. Yeah, it is. I'm like, huh? Hey, weren't they going to come out with, like, a Wii U? Yeah, that's available today. <gasps> well, I'm going to go buy it. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. How about hoverboards? No. No, hoverboards. How about power laces? I'll just take power laces. Just, you know, tie them once and then slip them on and off. No. Because they're always going to get loose. No, not if you do it right. If you do it right. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for watching. I'm Sal. I'm Ben. And I'm Tiffany. So long. I really feel like you should apologize to all the French people for your terrible French accent. I think I was pretty good. How was it? Let me hear it again. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> sorry, blue.